All right, let's do a little fantasy football action. Welcome to week five. It's the beginning of the bye week plugins. The first crop of teams with bye weeks, they include, and we mentioned these before, Atlanta, Denver, New Orleans, and the Washington Redskins. This will likely mean that you need to find replacements for Matt Ryan, Devontae Freeman, Julio Jones, Emmanuel Sanders, Demarius Thomas, maybe a C.J. Anderson, Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, Kirk Cousins, maybe a Chris Thompson who's been surprisingly good for the Washington Redskins. Or maybe a Jordan Reed or, or Terrell Pryor. So there's plenty of things that we can do. And I mentioned to you last week in my week four waiver wire pickups. Do your homework this week, which was last week in week four. Look ahead to the bye weeks and prepare yourself. Go and pick up players. Stash them on the bench. Even if you're not going to play them in week four, stash them on the bench. So then you can use them when you have players that are on buys in week five. And if you did that, and if you were smart, then you should probably be, be probably be all set. But there were some injuries that happened, so you can't really foresee those. So you might just need some waiver wire helps, help in in general. So you know, obviously we had Dalvin Cook, we have Chris Chris Carson, who was a big blow in Seattle. I traded for him on one of my teams, and now unfortunately he's gone. But I did pick up Michael Thomas in that trade which has been paying off dividends for me. And he helped me get a win this week, which I was very, very happy about. He's been playing very well. So I'm excited about that. And Dalvin Cook, obviously, that that was a tough one to lose him. But if you haven't, if you didn't do your homework in week four, we can still help you in week five. All right, so let's get into the players because it's week five. Like I mentioned, the bye week plugins. And we're going to start with quarterbacks. And there's one guy I'm really, really looking at this week. Well, actually, not uh, this week, you know, who had a very good game last week. And who's been proving me wrong all season long. You know, honestly, I'm going to be very honest with you and very candid. Coming out of college, I was not a big fan of this guy. I respected the heck out of him. That he did a lot of winning, winning in college. Won the national championship for his team last year and got them to the national championship the year before. And nearly beat the big bad Alabama team. And beat them, slayed the dragon last year. And that's one Deshaun Watson. And, you know, when it comes to Deshaun Watson, you know, I thought he would be a good quarterback. But I didn't, you know, and, I, and I'm still, there's still, res- and I know it's early. I still have reservations that he'll be a, a, an all-pro, pro-ball type quarterback. But honestly, he kind of looks like a right-handed, in a way, the way he plays is like a right-handed Michael Vick. To be honest with you, and maybe he's a better, you know, maybe he's a more accurate passer than Michael Vick because Michael Vick he could crush you with his legs, absolutely crush you with his legs. But now you're looking at Deshaun Watson and what he did last week, and what he did even the week before against the New England Patriots in their house against a eh, very porous secondary. So I'm going to throw that in there as a little caveat. Yeah, they are the Super Bowl champs, and it is hard to go to their house and and get a victory, although Cam Newton did it last week, so how hard could it be, really, right? But still impressive. For a rookie to go in there and do that, Cam Newton, you might, you know, he's a former MVP of this league. 
He's a guy that, you know, it doesn't absolutely shock you if he does it. But if Deshaun Watson would have done it, whew, that would have been a bit of a surprise. He's only owned in 30% of ESPN leagues at this very moment. Put in your waiver claim for him. He does, however, I'm going to give you a little caveat again. He does have a tough matchup this week coming up against the Kansas City Chiefs. That secondary, we, even without Barry, Eric Barry, in the secondary, still a very good defense. They can get after the quarterback. I bet you Deshaun Watson's going to be running around a lot in that game, but he's got to be smart about it. He has to get down when he get you know gets get down when he can, and make plays in the pocket. Get outside the pocket when he can. He's going to have to probably be doing a lot of throwing on the run. And he beat up a Titans secondary that, boy, you know it, this this Titans team. We had mu- we had much higher expectations for this team. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of pundits were talking about. The Tennessee Titans way up towards the top this year of their division. So far, not 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 quite there. Marcus Mariota knocked out of the game. They just signed Brandon Whedon. That's how scared they are about Marcus Mariota not being able to come back. But Mar- what, what, what Deshaun Watson was able to do, 283 yards in that game, four touchdowns through the air, 24 yards on the ground, plus a score, five touchdowns in total if you're doing the math at home. Four plus one, that makes five. That's right. Good math. I'm patting myself on the back for that one. Um, but he may he may very well save Bill O'Brien's job, the way that he's playing, the level of quarterbacking that he's doing. This is a new dynamic that this Texans team hasn't seen in a while, and they've been thirsting for a quarterback. DeAndre Hopkins has been thirsting for a guy who will throw him the football and can make plays and make a defense respect them because he hasn't had that. And this defense on the other side of the ball has been looking for a quarterback to help them out because they've had top-notch defenses the last five years. And they just haven't been able to make any kind of hay with it. Now let's go over to running backs. And this is a guy who you can literally go and pick up off the street because 1% of people in ESPN Fantasy Leagues have owned, are owning him right, right now. And I'm sure those 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 people are in deep, deep 16-team leagues and just basically had him just for S's and G's. S's and G's. Because if you were smart and you're in a normal 10 or 12-team league, you don't have this guy. This guy's not even on your radar. But two running backs in front of him went down last Thursday. And so he's gotten an opportunity here right in front of him to show what he's got and the quarterback likes him. And that's Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Ty Montgomery, he started off the game like game like gangbusters last week. Mike McCarthy, uncharacteristically giving him the ball a bunch of times on that first drive, in that first series of that game. Gets hit, breaks a couple ribs. He's out. Okay, Jamal Williams, rookie out of BYU. You're in. A little bit later, left knee problems. Okay, Aaron Jones. From UTEP, you're our last healthy running back. You're in. And in talking with Jim Nance and Tony Romo before the game, you know, obviously in the pregame meetings leading up to that Thursday night game, Aaron Rodgers had mentioned this kid, Aaron Jones, out of UTEP, who he he really likes him. Thinks he's going to be a talented guy. And they drafted three rookie running backs this year because they've been having problems finding stability in the running game. 
And it seemed like Ty Montgomery was getting that, you know, being that guy, that stable, stabilizing force in the backfield for the Packers. But now Aaron Jones is going to have himself an opportunity because it doesn't look like Ty Montgomery, even if he can get back, you know, he's got a longer time to do so. Obviously, the game being on Thursday, not playing again until Sunday against the Cowboys, no less, though. It's going to be tough getting back from multiple broken ribs in a week. He'll probably probably be out. I think it would be smart to hold him out a week or two, at the very least. It's hard to play with broken ribs, especially as a running back, because you're constantly getting hit. And then, we're not sure about Williams' knee, but Aaron Jones right now, if he gets an opportunity, Aaron Rodgers likes him, he's got trust in him. I think this guy could, he's going to have to assume the number one running back duties. They'll probably bring in their other rookie from the practice squad and you know sign him to the team, the active roster, if neither of the other two guys are healthy. And then you've got Aaron Rukowski back there as a safety net. I could see him getting a couple carries in this game against the Cowboys, but it won't be a ton. It will be Aaron Jones who will be leading the way if he is, in fact, the starting running back. So look for him. You can readily go get him if you're in need for running back depth. And how about another running back who's going to be playing because of injury? He, he was initially signed to a three-year, $15 million contract in the offseason and has rarely seen the field because he's been outrushed by a rookie. But that rookie tore his ACL last week, and that's Dalvin Cook. And this, rookie, and this running back we're talking about is Latavius Murray of the Minnesota Vikings, 17% owned. He is readily available. People were seeing Dalvin Cook, and, and if you had Dalvin Cook and you didn't get Latavius Murray, well, shame on you. And I can say that, that, that that's my fault, too. I didn't, I didn't go handcuff Dalvin Cook with Latavius Murray. And now I have to go try to get him on the waiver wire. He's going to be the guy in Oakland. Or, excuse me, well, he was the guy in Oakland. Now he's going to be the guy in Minnesota. And you thought maybe he would be the guy in Minnesota, maybe you know, even with Dalvin Cook there. But Dalvin Cook came out, and, and he, he basically snatched that job. More talented than Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray had an offseason ankle injury, ankle surgery. And so he kind of came back from that a little bit slowly, slow, you know, more slowly than, than he originally in, in the Vikings, I think, originally thought. So he's kind of working his way back, but he's come out and he said, hey, if I need to assume a bigger a load in the running game, I can do so. So I'm looking towards Murray to be that guy out there in Minnesota. How about another guy? And you know him well. I mentioned him. I feel like I mentioned him every week. Alvin Kamara, 43% on, so you guys are listening a little bit. But he needs to be up. Probably towards the 75, 80% owned at this point. The way he's running the football and the way he's catching the football and the way the Saints are utilizing him finally out of the backfield. Believe in the hype. And you may be able to go out there and get him if he's available this week for your wa- on your waiver wires because the, the, the Saints are on a bye week. If you don't readily need somebody right away, if you're not in immediate need of somebody to plug and play, go grab Alvin Kamara if he's there. Stash him and then play him the next couple weeks. Because somebody who's in need of a des- desperate need of somebody who's maybe going after an Aaron Jones or a Latavius Murray, they're probably not going to grab you know Alvin Kamara because he- they can't immediately use them. If you don't need to immediately use them, use him. Go out and get him. 43% owned. There's about a 50-50 chance he'll be available. Go check it out, Alvin Kamara. And our final one is another guy you know very well. Only 1% owned. And again, this is probably only in really, 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 really deep leagues. And his former Raging Cajun running back, you know him, you love him, Elijah McGuire of the New York Football Jets. Matt Forte out with the turf toe. Bilal Powell starting, finally getting an opportunity to get into that lead back role, which we all thought Bilal Powell would. 
And he came through big time with a 75-yard run and a touchdown. But also Elijah McGuire, they love that kid. And we heard Coach Hudspeth talk about him yesterday at the press conference when asked about him. Supremely talented guy, and the Jets really like him. 10 carries, made the most of it, 93 yards, and a 69-yard touchdown scamper. Kid is explosive. Kid's going to do some good things in the NFL. Watch it. Wide receiver time. My first one. This guy from Seattle Seahawks. Doug Baldwin, their number one wide receiver. He's got a little banged up, a little groin injury that's hampering him. So why not look towards the number two wide receiver in Tyler Lockett? He's only 28% owned. If you need to plug and play somebody for a wide receiver spot, your, your depth is kind of shallow in the wide receiver position on your bench, or you're not really liking what you have on there. Maybe you took my advice and took Rashard Higgins, and he's not really doing much. Or maybe there's other guys on the bench that, that you just don't feel comfortable with. Go and look at Tyler Lockett. Because if Doug Baldwin is hampered with that groin injury and the Seattle offense seems to finally be getting going, as we saw in the second half of the Indianapolis game on Sunday night, he could be a big guy to go and pick up this week. So I'm looking at Tyler Lockett. Another guy in an offense that we thought was going to be dominated by a dynamic runner and an elusive and an old wily vet passer in the Cardinals. David Johnson injured. So now it's on Carson Palmer to kind of throw the ball a lot more. And that's probably not what the Cardinals wanted to do, but because their offensive line, pass protecting, has been god-awful dumpster fire level so far this year. But since they're throwing the ball a lot, and Larry Fitzgerald isn't really the deep man type, John Brown has kind of been dealing with an injury. How about going with another Brown? How about Jerron Brown? 10% owned in fantasy football leagues right now on ESPN. He is a guy whose targets are up. 9.7 9.7 targets per game the last three weeks. In a deeper league with PPR, he could be the guy that you're looking at. And our final guy to look at, another wide receiver. We didn't do any tight ends for you. But I'll throw in there one. You know, Evan Ingram is a guy that if he's on your waiver wire, go and pick him up. He's been a pleasant surprise in a brutal New York Giants offense. He's been a good playmaker for them, a constant playmaker for them. How about this guy? Whenever he's got an opportunity to play, and he's, he's, he's the number four wide receiver on this team. But whenever he's got an opportunity to play when somebody's gone down, he's made the most of it. He's got the trust of his quarterback. And that's one Geronimo Allison. That's right, Geronimo! You might remember him from week three where he busted loose for 122 yards in six catches and a huge catch and run in overtime for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers has immense trust in him. We saw that last season. We're seeing that again this year when he's had the opportunity to play. Again, he's the four, number four wide receiver. You've got your number one target in Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams, both on the outside, and obviously Cobb from the slot on the inside. But we're not sure about Devontae Adams this week with that brutal hit by Danny Trevathan and the concussion. So we'll have to see about Devontae Adams. He's got that little extra time to rest. So I'm saying wait until we know what's going to happen with with, with Devontae Adams, you'll probably be able to wait on Geronimo Allison and get him after the waiver wire opens. You might not have to put in a claim for him. Just wait until we see what happens with, with, the, with Devontae Adams. Geronimo Allison could be a sneaky good play this week as the Packers are set to face the Cowboys. Because they, the, you know the Cowboys are going to be cluing in on Jordy and Randall if there's no Devontae, and that could leave plenty of room for Geronimo Allison. Geronimo! 3% owned in ESPN Fantasy Football Leagues. There you go. There you have it. Have any more questions for me regarding fantasy football? Let me know. At glarn34 
at ESPN 1420. I will help you anytime, any any place. We'll, we'll, we'll go through it together. We'll get through it together. Or greg at ESPN 1420.com.